it's uh, one of the biggest challenges is just we didn't have any industry to bootstrap from right so like bitcoin when it first came out there was no exchanges um there was no block explorers you know and as the bitcoin industry evolved then you know people start following block explorers and then people start cloning bitcoin right and then so naturally all of these you know clone coins like litecoin or you know anything else worked right for you know with the bitcoin type uh, block explorer but for us you know we upgraded the cryptography we upgraded the private keys i mean we we made so many massive changes to it that nothing was backwards compatible right so we've had to build all of that infrastructure ourselves from the ground up right including like the miners like i mean we have our own unique you know hashing algorithm we have our own unique prime algorithm yeah you know, it's just everything about it is unique so it you know it, it created an infrastructural problem where we just can't piggyback off of the infrastructure um in ways that other projects can and then you know the other aspect too is just kind of fixing this cultural issue that we notice you know i mean the the blockchain industry has a lot of merit okay but it hasn't realized that merit and a lot of the 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 mindset of people in crypto is that oh it's it's already achieved it it's you know the ethereum's the world's supercomputer and bitcoin's decentralized and it's going to be peer to peer cash and you know but you know the the folly in that is that you know they're they're neglecting the technology and what i mean by that is a lot of people believe that technology doesn't matter because something like tron is you know a top 10 coin let's say um but that is only true when it's still an immature niche industry right when it's still a small industry but as it gets bigger we start to see these technical failures break down right like you know bitcoin has you know it's backlogs that happens from time to time not so bad anymore um and ethereum i mean is usually like once a month whenever there's a large amount of influx so you know, the technology's basically unusable so i feel like the promise of blockchain right has been put out there by ethereum and bitcoin and all of that but it, nobody's really delivered on it so you know it's this kind of cognitive dissonance it's also another difficulty of like finding this this middle ground with people because there's this maximalism mindset where bitcoin is the only one right but then when you start questioning them and say well you know i i don't pay for stuff with bitcoin nobody accepts bitcoin i have to use litecoin because bitcoin's just you know unusable they're like oh you know that's a you know crap coin and yada yada, yada. and they attack it and they attack it they oh bitcoin's not meant to be cash it's meant to be gold and you know then there's all these people saying it. so like that type of cognitive dissonance and the cultural issues are something that we've we found to be pretty difficult which is something that we we kind of just decided well you know it might we need to how should we say we need to start from the ground up with some of these things just like our infrastructure we had to build all of our block explorers and you know mining pools and everything like that from the ground up and the same thing with um you know the i guess cultural issues is you know we you know a lot of crypto conferences are just like how much money do you have to put yourself on stage and you know i'm going to do this retarded large ico and raise trillions of dollars or millions of dollars and then you know i'm going to give people this promise and then you know think that i can deliver on it but like you know one thing i learned you know another really unique challenges is to learn to think in the way that would create architecture that would make it work because a lot of a lot of people have the tendency to just want to go centralized because it's easier right it it's faster it's easier and then then they use the the excuse to say you know the blockchain trilemma there's you know only two of the three can be you know possibly ever known you know scalability security and decentralization you know you can only have two of the three Um and so there's a lot of narratives that have come out just because of other people's technical limitations and maybe even cognitive limitations and their ability to to see it and the overselling and underdelivering right so because of that like you know we're a project that's actually doing these things and there's so many scams out there that have you know claimed to do things like you know um, we're going to be the you know new 
know, scaling coin or, you know, quantum resistor, or, you know, and, and they haven't actually done it. So there's so many people that have gotten burned from that, you know, they come to us and they give us a hard time at first, you know, but ultimately like it, it ends up working in our favor because people realize, Oh, you know, wow, Nexus is actually doing these things. You know, we're, we're not overselling ourselves and under delivering. We're actually, you know, trying to, to undersell ourselves and over deliver. Right. And that's, that's kind of one of our models that we, we take really seriously. So it's kind of like a mix of all those, you know, the infrastructural issues. And then also just, you know, the simple issues of, um, you know, like I was saying, we have, um, you know, cultural issues and there's so many scams that, you know, when you're actually doing what other people have been pretending to do through scams, you know, you have a harder time, um, you, you kind of going against the grain, right? Because people are just naturally going to assume that you're a scam because you're saying something that someone else says that they're going to do. Like Filecoin's a great example. You know, they raised 200, 300 million and they, they're claiming to do this, this file system stuff. But like when I look at their architecture, it just, it shows a, a, a misunderstanding of the, the core fundamentals, which, you know, I can't say you, you're not born with it. You know, I, when I started coding, you know, I started with the Bitcoin code base because I wanted to learn from Satoshi. And so I started with a really old Bitcoin code base so that I could learn and read Satoshi's comments itself. And so like, like is the best way, you know, like you see little comments like, Hey, when NTP is, uh, you know, activated, then remove this timestamp, right? NTP stands for network time protocol. So I was like, that's one of the places I started. I was like, oh, network time protocol. I look at that. I'm like, okay, this is a clock synchronization protocol. Well, it relies on a central server <laughs> to synchronize the clocks. I was like, well, that's not going to work. Let's make it decentralized, right? And then also just looking at, um, you know, all of the consensus rules, right? You know, like checking for, you know, unique transactions and duplicates and yada, 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 yada. All of the list goes on. It just, it trained me to start to think in that adversarial mindset in a way and that decentralized mindset right where you have you know you have consensus critical code and then you have non-consensus critical code and then you know in order to modify this specific consensus you know you have to to modify you know the consensus rules and a time lock activation and so on and so forth so it i mean the, the ultimate thing that i really learned from satoshi in that is the just to think in that that adversarial decentralized way because when you're a coder right before blockchain anyway i mean you think in client server you know, you think, hey, you know, I'm making a connection to this person, they're servicing it, they have a database, I'm talking to their database, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but with Bitcoin, it's just a totally different animal, right? And all of these inefficiencies are magnified, right? When when you multiply this thing out, you know, when it, it geometrically expands to different people, right? Tons, thousands of nodes running around, right? Like you have this whole different animal, right? Of debugging and, you know, thinking in that way too. So you know, adding to the difficult challenges, like learning to think like Satoshi was another really, really difficult thing to do. Um, because, you know, there's a certain way of thinking that, you know, conventional programming is just totally different. Um, you know, when you program a conventional client server, you know, even when I found out about crypto, I was like, yeah, get out of here. That sounds like a scam. Like, is, where's the money coming from? Right. You know, until I found out about the whole decentralization aspect of it and creating new economic systems, I was like, okay, this will work. Right. So, you know, learning to think that way is also another really, really important thing. You know, that's where a lot of the architecture comes from. But I've, you know, noticed a lot of the industry hasn't really adjusted that, or they're doing CEOs of their corporate coin, and then, you know, it just, it's just, there's a lot of saying while they're doing the other thing, right? So naturally, you know, when we approach people or whatever, there's, they're gonna have, a, I guess, more of a guard because they've been burned so many times by so many people that have just been, you know, for lack of better words, you know, bullshit.